Chonapandi Square is the best place to begin. Because when I was a teenager growing up in the 1970s, this was it, the centre of it all, the hub of the universe, Pandy Square. I mean, there was Mal Reese's record shop where I bought my first album, Lindisfarne's Fog on the Tyne, served by Mal's wife Jean, who was the sister of two genuine film stars, Glyn and Donald Houston. There was the picture drum, the cinema where I'd gone on my first date, all very innocent, but with a gorgeous girl. She had the best legs in Sunday school, and her name was... Oh, I'd better not say, because she's a very respectable married lady by now, and has been for 40 years. And there were the brachy cafes, Contis for chips and Melardis for frothy coffee and a game on the flipper. This Penagrai kid sure played a mean pinball. I used to wait on the bus stop outside afterwards for a big red Ronda transport double-decker, trying not to catch the eyes of the greasers hanging round outside the Pandy Inn, beyond the lady with the lamp. Were they greasers? Or Hell's Angels? And what was the difference? Was it just the motorbikes? Instead, I'd stare at the chemist on the corner. The shop front, the facade, hadn't changed in decades. Not since 1910, I'd think, because I'd done some local history in school. Not since the people of the Ronda stood up on this very spot, stood up for their rights against the coal owners, and faced down the Metropolitan Police, and the Lancashire Fusiliers, and the 18th Hussars, and Winston Churchill himself. Because yes, Churchill did send the troops in. Not on the night of the uprising, the Tonopandi riots, as we've been taught to call them, but the next day. And they stayed here for months on end, those troops, all through the winter, with bayonets fixed and bullets loaded, until those 12,000 miners and their families were starved back to work on worse terms than when they'd been locked out. But what a stand they made here. Yes, I'd stare at that chemist's window and think, how it hadn't changed since those days of 1910, though the goods inside had, of course. It was a kind of mirror image, I'd tell myself, a photographic negative of what had happened to Ronda people since then. Our appearances might have changed, but we were still the same inside. That spirit, that essence, that willingness to struggle, to fight for fairness, that was still there, wasn't it? I'm John Garrett Roberts. Join me on Ronda Radio next time for another trip down memory terrace in John on the Ronda. <laughs>